You're listening to Deliberate Living, a podcast that inspires, empowers, and encourages listeners to live life more authentically. My name is Holly Priestley, and I'm a full-time nomad and creator who has been living in my 1997 Ford van since January 1st of 2019. I travel the United States with my dog, learning how to live with more authenticity. I explore different ways people choose to ditch the prescribed life we've all been sold and live on their terms, finding freedom and happiness however they choose. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Deliberate Living Podcast. I am your host, Holly Priestley, and this week we are going to talk about morning routines, specifically. Uh, My friend Liz requested this episode, and I am really quite close to my morning routine. It means a lot to me, Um, and I think that it's something that's really important to talk about because it's something that gets a lot of hype. You know, like, oh, Steve Jobs, morning routine, give it a shot for a week, or, you know, insert famous person here, like, their morning routine, you'll make billions of dollars if you follow this morning routine, and those are all lies. But having a morning routine in general can be really beneficial for you, for your life, for your body, for your mind, for your soul, for everything. And so I want to share a little bit about my experience with my morning routine how it has kind of grown and evolved over the years, how it might look in the future, and how you can develop an effective, beneficial morning routine for yourself as well. So before we dive into all of that, I just want to remind everybody that this is an audience-sponsored show. I do not have annoying ad breaks or anything of that nature, and it does actually cost money and tons of time for me to produce this show for you guys every single week. So if you want to help offset some of those costs, that would be awesome. I have a PayPal and a Venmo linked in the show notes below. And I also have a Patreon that you can come join and get some more behind the scenes activity and uh, more access to my daily messages and that sort of thing. So if you're curious about any of that and you want to help offset the costs that go into making the show so that I don't have to get sponsors and annoying ad breaks. That would be awesome. And so without further ado, let's talk about morning routines. I'm going to start off with an overview of my current morning routine, what that looks like, and I'll break down how I got here um, and how you can follow the same steps to create your own. So these days, the summer of 2021, my morning routine includes waking up, Uh, immediately upon realizing I'm awake, thanking the universe for another day, and then meditating immediately for a few minutes. After that, I journal in my big spiral-bound, like, school-size notebooks, Um, and usually the journaling lasts for, like, 20 to 30 minutes. And after I journal, I paint my mini daily messages, my messages of the day. Those get shared in that Patreon account. I make them every day, but I haven't been sharing them every single day because I've been really busy the last few weeks, but I catch up and sometimes I'll post a few um, in one day, but I make them every single day as part of my morning routine. And then every other day I run for an hour or two. And on the days that I don't run, I will either get right to work. My morning routine is over, or I will find a different way to move my body before diving into the rest of the day. And so that's it. That's my morning routine. And it's pretty simple. You know, it's only like four things, but it does take like a pretty significant chunk of time. Um, On my run days, because I run for an hour or two every day, it can take like two to three hours for my morning routine to be quote unquote complete. Um, And on non-run days, it it still takes me about an hour to go through the whole process of meditating, journaling, painting, etc. And like, that's a pretty big chunk of time 
uh, for, you know, like most people who don't have a morning routine, they'd be like, oh, you want me to start doing a bunch of shit first thing in the morning for an hour or two? No, thanks. Can't do that. Not going to be able to move on with life. Not going to be able to do my work or like have breakfast or anything if I carve out an hour or two of every morning to do a morning routine. And that's totally okay. Like you don't have to have a morning routine that lasts throughout the entirety of the AM hours. You can have one that lasts literally like three minutes. And like, in fact, I'd really recommend that you start with like a short little baby routine um, in the first place and then like add on to it. So let's dive into the steps for creating a morning routine. Like I said, um, starting small, etc. And uh, yeah, let's just walk through those and how I've done it and how I recommend others do it as well. The first step to any morning routine, what I believe is the number one most important thing you can possibly do to start your morning off right, is to stay disconnected as long as possible. Keep your phone off or on airplane mode as long as you possibly can. Just stretch it as far as possible. I know a lot of folks use our phones for alarms and clocks and things like that, but if you can avoid it, absolutely do. If you can get, you know, some other kind of clock to have in your room. Um, I use my phone as a clock for sure, but I do put it on airplane mode before I go to bed, and I leave it on airplane mode throughout the duration of my morning routine 98% of the time. Don't look at your phone first thing in the morning. Don't scroll social media or check email or stocks or news or anything at all. The longer I have my phone on airplane mode, I've noticed the less I actually want to turn it on. Like I want to turn the data back on after my morning routine to see any notifications that have come in overnight. It's kind of an interesting concept. When I wake up, I like want to know what's going on with my phone. Even still, I've been doing this for years, I think, putting my phone on airplane and not turning it back on until after my morning routine. Um, and when still, when I first wake up, I want to like see the notifications that have come through. I want that dopamine hit. I want to feel like I know what's happening. I'm not missing out on anything, etc. But if I don't do that, I leave it on airplane. I go through my routine. Then within a couple of hours of doing my routine, I don't want to turn it on anyway because I don't want to be disturbed because I'm enjoying my time to myself so much. Your first waking moments are very incredibly important and our phones the lights the colors the like sensory overwhelmers and the information that are on our phones can really like derail you right from the get-go first thing in the morning if you look at them so I'm not gonna soapbox too much more about it because <laughs> it's definitely an area that I have a lot of passion around um, there is a ton of information online about why hopping on our phones first thing in the morning is a bad idea, bad for our brains, bad for our hearts. So if you want to dive deeper into that, I encourage you to do a Google search or YouTube or whatever, learn more about it. But yeah, that's like the number one tip I can give anybody for starting a morning routine is not to turn your phone on. Don't look at your phone first thing. Give yourself like at least 20 minutes, preferably an hour between waking up and actually looking at your phone and getting lost in the day in that way. My second tip, also incredibly important, start small. You don't have to, and I would argue you shouldn't, start off with a massive, very involved, lengthy morning routine like mine or like a lot of famous people's. If you research morning routines of famous people or the people you admire, you might be tempted to try out their morning routine, as I said before at the top of the show, to see if it'll work for you and, you know, get you all of the success that you've seen them have, and that's great. 
But if you're starting from zero, if you're starting from absolutely no morning routine whatsoever, like don't expect yourself to just immediately acclimate to an hours long process. My recommendation, start as small as possible. Start with three minutes. Do one thing for just a few minutes, for a while. See if it feels good. See if it's habit forming. See if it's something that you can actually maintain and sustain. And then add to it in itty bitty, like bite-sized chunks. So when it came to my morning routine, I'm a writer, so writing is pretty important for me. My current rendition of my morning routine started with just my journaling. I've been journaling, like I said, in big spiral bound notebooks for years, nothing special, nothing expensive. Um, and at first it was kind of a lot for me to ask myself to fill a page front and back. It just felt like it took so long. It took so much time out of my morning routine and I felt like I was wasting my time with it. And it was about 20 minutes for me to journal a whole page. And because even a few minutes of journaling felt like a huge compromise on my already limited time, I would surely 100% have failed in maintaining a morning routine, the routine that I have today, in fact, if I had tried to start the one I have now then. I needed to start small. I needed the space to work up to adding more things to it. Journaling was really good for my brain. Journaling was really good for my work. As I said, I'm a writer, so the earlier I can get the words flowing out of my fingers, the easier it quote-unquote should be later. And any writer knows that writing is hard regardless, but, you know, we try different ways to smooth out the process. And writing, first thing in the morning, was supposed to help me do that. It was a good way to get thoughts out of my head so that I could focus instead on my goals for the day and not about, like, all of the things that happened yesterday. It was a good way to record what had happened, um, things I wanted to remember, things I felt, so that I could look back on it in the future. And that's something that I found I actually really enjoy doing is looking back on my journals and seeing where I was, like, a year ago. So there, for me, there were a lot of benefits that came from journaling first thing, and I definitely encourage all of you guys to hone in on a benefit or a goal that you really want to realize from incorporating a morning routine. So let's dive a little bit more into that. My third tip is to be aware of the intended and the realized benefits of your morning routine activity. Maybe you want a new morning routine because you want to be more organized or more energetic or more productive or more creative or happier or more calm or whatever. There are literally a million reasons to start a morning routine. And so you need to get clear on what yours are, your goals, your intended benefits, and then brainstorm and experiment with different activities that can help you reach those goals. For me, I wanted to be able to focus better and write more. So journaling, my first part of my morning routine, allows me to do that. And it was the first piece that I started with. I didn't start with everything else. When I wanted to have more energy and more like physical capability in other aspects of my life, I added running. I added the other exercise. When I wanted to be calmer and more centered, I added meditation. When I wanted more creativity and peace, I added the painting. If you want to be happier and more content, you might try journaling like 10 gratitudes each and every morning and then supplementing that with five self-appreciations that you can grow your self-confidence as well. If you want to be more organized, spend a few minutes writing down everything that needs to happen that day and putting them in order of importance. If it's a meeting or an appointment that happens at a certain time, 
Note that. Note that time. Fill that into your day. If it's a task that can be done essentially anytime, estimate how long that task is actually going to take you and write that down next to that item. And if you can see the layout of your day with your meetings, with your appointments, etc., and how your other tasks might fit into it timeline-wise, you'll be able to take a more organized approach to the day. So if that's your goal, that's an option. If you want to finish or start or work on a specific creative project, like writing a book, creating a collection of art pieces, making a new album or something of that nature, spend 30 to 60 minutes every morning working solely, only on that project before you start a single other thing. If you want to be more mindful, meditate. Do only one thing at a time. Make your morning beverage a whole spiritual ceremony. Walk around your house and express gratitude for your running water, your windows that let in natural light, your dog that loves you unconditionally, etc., etc. Seriously, the list of benefits that you want to receive and how you can actually achieve those is totally endless. Pick an intended benefit, find ways to get that intended benefit, do them for a few days or weeks, experiment, make note of the actual realized benefit and how that aligns with your intention and adjust accordingly. Then, after you've made it a habit, you can start considering maybe, possibly, potentially, perhaps adding in a few other small things, maybe? One thing at a time. And so when it comes to the next tip, it is to add new things in slowly. Yes, my morning routine right now is like pretty robust. I will admit that. There are days where I don't turn my phone off airplane mode for two or three hours, maybe even four hours after I wake up. My routine literally takes that long for me to accomplish. But it wasn't always this way. Like I said before, journaling, taking 20 minutes out of my day felt like too long. And so get going from that like 20 minutes of journaling feeling like too much time to this like two or three hours and not wanting to turn my phone on at the end of it, like grew very slowly over the years. To give you an idea of how slowly this started, when I began journaling, that was the first part of my morning routine, I journaled and only journaled, didn't do anything else in my morning routine for probably like over a year before I added in any other like regular routine morning performances. After the journaling became a super solid, super beneficial habit, I wanted to add in meditating because I heard that it was kind of the end-all be-all of being a happier person. So I put a few minutes of meditation in front of my journaling. And this component in and of itself started out really, really small. I use Insight Timer on my phone on airplane mode and I can time myself and put music to it for as long as I want. So I, I started out literally with like one minute and then the next day I made it two minutes and then the next day I made it three minutes and then the next day I made it four minutes. And it wasn't like I added a minute of meditating every single day, like that's not really how the math worked. I meditated until that chunk of time felt easy and then I added another minute to it. And so I probably spent like a week at five minutes and like a few weeks at 10 minutes or 12 minutes. Um, and I kind of just fluctuate based on what's going on in my life at that time. And so these days, even though I've been meditating every morning as part of my morning routine, I'm currently at like seven minutes of meditating. It went up, it went down. This is where I am now. It's kind of a fluid part of my routine, but it is part of my routine and it comes before journaling. After the meditating became something that I couldn't 
like wake up without. Um, and then the journaling that has followed the meditating was still going really strong. I needed to add something else that was creative in different ways, creative in ways that wasn't just writing. And so a few months ago, I somewhat accidentally started doing my morning message paintings after the meditating and after the journaling. Um, and this little creative practice with my little bit of painting and then, you know, mixed media with the Sharpies and the pens and the washi tape, etc., has had a huge impact on my mental well-being, and it really helps positively direct the course of my day. But again, that came a few months after the meditating was added, and that came a year after the journaling was started. In addition, sometime in the last two years, I started adding exercise to my mornings. Like I said, every other day, I run for an hour or two after I do the meditating, after I do the journaling, after I do the paintings, and on the days that I don't run, I'll either get straight to work or I'll find a different way to move my body. Maybe it's my bike if it doesn't have a flat tire and it always has flat tires. Um, or, you know, find another way to get myself moving and get those endorphins. So my morning routine is really robust now, but it all grew from one tiny, like one project seed of journaling. And as I've said before, and we'll say again, my morning routine changes periodically uh, depending on what I'm going through in life, what I need from life. And so if you want to build a big, well-rounded, robust routine, you have to start small. You don't start big, you start small. Don't go for everything all at once. It will probably be really overwhelming and unsustainable. And the best part about any morning routine is that it is sustainable. It is something that you can and want to do every single day. On that note, my final tip is to be flexible. Like I've said, my morning routine shifts and evolves. And a year from now, I'm sure that my mornings are going to look different from how they look today, and that's totally okay. Maybe I'll be getting up earlier or later. Maybe I'll be doing more pieces. Maybe I'll add to my morning routine, or maybe I'll simplify and take some of the stuff that I currently do away. Like, I don't know, but I have to be flexible and open to whatever changes. One thing that I see a lot of my clients and friends doing pretty frequently is that they start a morning routine, big, small, medium, whatever. They start a morning routine. They do it for a couple of days, maybe a week. And then, you know, they they trip up one day. They don't have time. They oversleep. They don't have the energy, whatever. It doesn't matter. They'll, they'll trip up and then they'll get discouraged and they'll get really down on themselves and they'll skip their newly formed morning routine for more days than they really need to. They'll just chuck it out the window. Like it doesn't matter. It doesn't work. And they are bad people for not being able to keep up with it. And, you know, they throw in the towel believing that they're failures and they can't commit to anything. And that is just wrong. That is just not right at all. And it breaks my heart every time I see it. Like you have to give yourself some grace. You're starting something new in life and like it's going to take some time to adapt. Give yourself some space to like let that happen, to let it grow. Maybe the component that you're trying or the routine that you're, you know, shifting into isn't right for you right now. Maybe something that has been right for you in the past isn't going to be right for you in the future. Maybe you need something shorter and easier, or maybe you need something more active, or maybe you need something more restful. Like, you don't know. That's why I like to call it an experiment, and you can actually see what works for you. And what works for you today might not work for you tomorrow, and it's okay to have 
multiple routines. Maybe you have a routine for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and you have a different routine for Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Who knows? But you have to experiment and find out what works for you. It's not a rule. It's not like some set thing that you really have to force yourself to do. Be gracious and generous with yourself while you navigate building a morning routine that works for you. Let it evolve as it needs to. Let yourself add more or take stuff away. Don't get discouraged. Don't throw in the towel. Don't think that you're a failure because you couldn't commit to a morning routine. So that's my tips. I want to hear from all of y'all. Do you have a morning routine right now? Have you had one in the past? If you have one or had one, what did or does it look like? Um, if you don't have a morning routine, what do you think you might want it to look like? What benefits might you want to get? What activities might you want to do? Have you done any research on like famous people or people you admire and what their routines are? And what is it about their routines that you like? How might you incorporate those into your own life? So send me the answers to those questions um, in the comments, in a DM, doesn't really matter. I'm, I'm just curious. I want to know how other people do it because I know my morning routine is like good for me, but that doesn't mean it's good for everybody. So as always, thank you so much for listening, watching, reading, however you're getting the Deliberate Living podcast. And if you want to help keep it sponsor-free, ad-free, audience-supported, I could really use all of your help because it does take time and it does cost money for me to produce this. So help me keep producing this show and tune in next week for another excellent episode. Subscribe, like, comment. That helps all the algorithms see us, helps us get seen by other people. If you think that there are people in your life who are talking about morning routines or who might benefit from a morning routine, share this specific episode with them. And yeah, just spread the wealth and be good to yourself. Be gracious. Give yourself space. You're wonderful. I love you. I'll see you next week. We've reached the end of this episode of Deliberate Living. You can find the show notes and everything we referenced over on my website at www.hollycpriestley.com and be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts or on YouTube where I also publish weekly blogs and other informative videos. You can come join my Patreon community and get behind the scenes and bonus content as well as postcards, stickers, and whatever else I choose to create. I'll see you next week on Deliberate Living and until next time, keep your life on the